Hey dudes, welcome back to the podcast. Today we're going to get back to Nick Cresson. He's a sixth grade teacher, football coach, weightlifter extraordinaire. <laughs> You're hear some great nicknames in just a second. Uh, but he lives out in Newell, Minnesota, and he's married to his beautiful wife. And he's going to talk about that a little bit today. If you like what you're hearing from Nick, uh, either in this podcast or in podcasts of the past, you can find him on social media as Nicholas Cresson, K-R-E-S-S-I-N. He would love to hear from you. Shout out to him. If you want anything from lifting advice to just a good friend, go ahead and hit him up. Um, but today we're going to talk about women in general. We're going to talk about his relationship with his wife and how they met and their story. There's a lot to learn. Um, if I can personally testify to this young man's growth, um, both as a man, but also as a husband um, and as a friend in the last few years, it's been incredible. So I appreciate his growth. I know his wife appreciates his growth and she probably can claim most of the credit for it. Um, but with no further ado, welcome to the Geared Up Podcast. Let's talk about Nick Crescent. Hello and welcome to the Gird Up Podcast. The call to gird up is an ancient way of telling a man to prepare himself for hard work or a battle ahead. Our work is to reclaim masculinity in the modern world and to live out our calling as men of God. Here you will find a community of believers, brothers in Christ, working hard to become the men that God has called us to be. I am your host, Charlie Jungemach. I'm a teacher, a coach, music director, and a man of God, myself working toward the goal of, like David, being a man after God's own heart. We're happy you could join us. Now it's time to roll up our sleeves, to gird up, and become the men that God has created us to be. All right, we are back with the Vanilla Gorilla, Mr. Muscles, Nick Crescent. Nick, we talked. to give me that nickname? What's that? Who was the first one to give me that nickname? I think I actually heard it from you saying like these guys used to call me the Vanilla Gorilla. I think it was it was Micah. Or it Josh? fits. It fits. It fits. Yeah, that makes me the Red Mountain. Is that what that is? The Red Bear. When I was a landscaper, that's what there were a couple of Mexicans that called me. Um, it was it was it was Red Horse. Red Horse. Red Horse. I like that. That's yeah. good. Because <laughs> he said, I worked like a horse. I was like, that is awesome. He goes, you look like one too. <laughs> uh, that's not as awesome. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so what we're going to talk about today is um, your wife and your relationship. And we want to talk about just women in general. Women in general. And, and dating and relationships and that yes. kind of stuff. So let's start. Um, why don't you tell us your story, your love story. These are, I love these. My love story. Your love story. Let's talk about <sighs> that a little bit. All right, so my story with my wife began, with Heather, began our freshman year of college, and it was in the fall. We actually met each other uh, on the bus ride back from the freshman mixer. Just met, we talked, um, just talked on the bus ride. I, I had had a girlfriend at the time. And so I was just, I mean, making making small talk. Did she have a boyfriend at the time? Do you remember? No. No. Like, a, like had previous, like, very recently broke up with, with a high school boyfriend. And so we were just talking, yada, yada, yada. We ended up having two classes together. Um, 
and and I mean, I remember thinking, wow, this this, this girl is beautiful, just gorgeous, and and I was like, there's there's not a chance she would ever talk to me. And then my girlfriend broke up with me. So one time I've been dumped <laughs> in my life. I took it a little hard. Um, my girl, <laughs> <laughs> my girlfriend broke up with me, and and then I was like, okay, like Heather Heather walked into class after me uh, that next day. She was always later to class than I was, and I was just like, oh man, she just she's gorgeous all the time. Just this tall, long brown hair. I knew she was on the volleyball team. I didn't know how athletic she was, but yeah, she was a very, she was a good, very volleyball good volleyball player. player. Um, I was just like, man, like it, it'd be it'd be cool to talk to her. And then it was a a dex party in around Halloween of 2011, where we, we ended up meeting up and and kind of talking and and dancing and hanging out with some friends that night and basically spent the the entire uh evening together at at the party at uh George's ballroom. <laughs> That's Wonderful a classy place. place. And and w- while you were dodging falling ceiling tiles, right, and asbestos and mold <laughs> yeah. and all those awesome things in a flooded bathroom. Um <laughs> yeah, so it just took that evening to talk to Heather and just formed formed there was definitely mutual mutual interest there which I was just going to grab and run with it as fast <laughs> as I could. I was like, don't mess this up. Don't mess this up. Um, and ended up, ended up sending her a message on Facebook and then talking to her after class. And we ended up uh, going on a date. But before, before I asked her to be my girlfriend. We we are going to have an entire generation of people who say, so I messengered on Facebook. And yeah, I should have done it a little bit differently <laughs> in hindsight, looking back at everything. Um, not not what, what I would tell my son to do, my future <laughs> son, Lord willing. Um, but but yeah, just, well, we, we met up and the first, first time we hung out was a, a library date. And it was like three, four hours in the library back, back in this corner where I... I found this spot where I enjoyed doing my homework and brought some Haribo gummy bears and and Heather was just playful and and giddy and giggly and we had an awesome time didn't get any homework done I was trying so hard um to get homework done to get homework to get done, the girl to get homework done uh and to get the girl but I was also trying to be productive at the time um and <laughs> and then I was like ah I'll just I'm I'm not going to fight it I'm going to I'm going to enjoy my time with this with this pretty lady here and ended up taking her out to dinner at one point our first date was out to uh lamplighter bar and grill in new almere shout out awesome place and yeah and then even before i had officially asked heather out uh i was invited to whitewater over christmas break where she was having her family um her family Christmas at her aunt's house. Oh, wow. I grew up, I mean, I lived in Milwaukee at the time. And so that was a 45 minute drive. And so she, she invites me and I'm like, oh man, this is going to be. So she invited her not boyfriend. Her not boyfriend. So I was introduced to Heather's family for the first time as this is, this is Nick, Heather's friend. 
<laughs> and everybody goes, oh, friend. <laughs> yeah. And then after Christmas break, it was January 31st at like 3 a.m. or something after we'd been out for a while talking when, when I finally asked her to be my girlfriend. And then dated all the way through college after that point. And in August of our senior year of college, I, I proposed to her and you were there for that. Yeah, that was awesome. Along with, with Tara and, and Mike and who would eventually be in our wedding party and our maid of honor and our best best man in the wedding and and now we've been married it'll be three years in June. That's cool. So where does time go? I don't know. Um yeah, but definitely definitely learned a lot of things in my relationship with Heather and which maybe you could ask me about from here yeah uh first let's talk through your proposal oh my proposal. this thing this thing was good the the one thing i would say is that i spent too much time on my knee i should have said what i had to say then yeah you down. took forever there was, was actually <laughs> a video you know what if it's okay with you guys i'm gonna post that video no you don't post actually... the video oh, don't okay. post the video all right but you can actually hear my voice in the video like Come on, hurry up. <laughs> what is he saying? And and neither Don't forget your lines. And neither Heather or I will remember everything I said while I was down on my knee because she was a little shocked. But we were at Morgan Creek uh winery, which is uh, about twenty minutes outside of New Alm, just this gorgeous setting and uh we'd been there a couple of times before and and there's this awesome oak tree there. It's just massive and and the branches have it's got to be a 150 foot circumference it's, it's across beautiful. this tree yeah. it's so cool uh and there's a there's a bench swing underneath it and, and we were sitting there talking after we had a meal and and then charlie and my my one of my best friends from high school mike gerlock came down and, and mike's a musician he plays this awesome yeah. song that heather loves and and Charlie was was just there to actually drive Mike because he didn't have a car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And and then Tara was was taking pictures, so we we end up walking back, and that was Mike's cue to start playing. And so he comes around this barn, he's we playing this song, and marry. and uh, <laughs> and then Heather's like, "Wait a minute," and and I think right then it kind of clicked because I, I remember holding her hands and getting down on my knee and saying something and eventually i asked asked her if she'd marry me and she said yes and yeah it was awesome and then tara came out and you did and mike came down and yeah, yeah. it was awesome i remember there's all of a sudden from the top of the hair you hear Whoa, yeah, yeah and there were the there were a the bunch of people up there eating and got a little round of applause from yeah it was from awesome. the crowd it was cool and then, uh, yeah, and then, uh, like, just hanging out in the garage after yeah, that. Yeah, that night was awesome. Yeah, Smoking cigars with yep. Professor Donnell and... Yeah, and you, me, and Mike, and yeah, it was cool. That was very cool. Um, so then, uh, how long were you engaged? So, proposed in August. I think that was the 31st, too. Something like that. It was at the end. Exactly. It was Labor Day weekend. Yes. Yeah. So I'd have to look back. Uh-oh. I should know that. I should know that date. <laughs> uh, and and so August to June twelfth yeah. of, uh, so however long that is, ten months we, yeah, we were okay. engaged. Yeah. And and then it was a semester of classes, and then Heather and I were both student teaching that next semester, 
so we were apart from each other for like 12 weeks inside of that student teaching which was was tough and and i mean i didn't do much planning for the wedding um but but that was all going on and and thankfully heather's mom did did so much and we wouldn't have been able to plan the wedding and get everything done while we were student teaching and have everything be the way we wanted it to be for the wedding as well so yeah. So we were definitely blessed to to have yeah. all that help. And and instead of a bachelor party, I remember you just brought us all up like a couple of days before the wedding, and we literally just spent like the last two days before the wedding just hanging out. Yeah, which was awesome. Yeah, like there wasn't out. any we, drunken we revelry or craziness right. or anything. Yeah. What else we, were, we do? We went bowling the night before the wedding. Yeah, and we, like we were going to go golfing, but it rained, so we played basketball That's for right. like six it hours. Rained. Yeah, great. yeah, that was cool. Yeah, um, and there are also some cool pictures of uh, you like writing a letter to Heather in the middle of the empty yeah, gym. And yeah. And you good. writing your Yeah, that's right. writing your best man speech or yeah. doing some touch-ups and Yeah. And we actually got we're in we're in the MLC men's locker room right now and we actually got ready right here cuz we We were, did. We that's m- right. got married up in the chapel. That's that. where the that's ceremony right. was and playing poker in the in the vestry before. Yes. That was yeah, good. It was good. Absolutely. Oh, awesome day. Yeah. That uh, and in the reception. <laughs> That reset. So that that day will remain uh, one of the one of my favorite favorite days just of my life. And I'm yeah, sure absolutely. it's it's even more important for to you, right? Um, but uh, my favorite moment from that reception was so after after I danced with your sister. Shout out to Lauren. It was awesome. We had a lot of fun that night. <laughs> anyway, um, like it was just cool. Like it was, everybody was just so happy right. for you, and it was a beautiful setting and everything. But uh, I remember so <laughs> you put the garter on a football. And it was, this was not planned, and he was like blindfolded and dizzy, hit me square in the chest with this with the garter <laughs> on a over football. the head, and I did not let go of that football again for the rest of the night. And yeah, I remember at one point there were three of us playing catch with a football with a garter wrapped around it over across, everyone on the dance floor across and, the dance floor, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we all have a bottle of champagne in one hand <laughs> playing catch with the other. It was one of those just like. Oh man, I remember Mrs. Donnell like looking at us and like literally going like, "Oh, just don't break anything. Have, <laughs> have fun. Just go do it. Just don't break anything." God, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one of those days. You just smile and you you do your thing and you have some fun. It was good. It yeah, was good. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So, well, talk us through then. Uh, what's it like being married? You got you guys got married young. We you got married young. Both of us yeah. were twenty two. Um, it was definitely a transition. I still had one semester of college left and, and Heather had her call to the MLC early childhood center where she is the lead infant teacher. And, and yeah, so finishing up that last semester of school found out that, um, (laughs) just the way the cards unfolded that I had an opportunity to, to play my fourth season of, of football and that was a a long discussion and 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 not an not an easy one at all being too young married people who are i mean we're on our own we're supporting ourselves and and uh, on top of on top of school i was working and heather was working and i had i had two jobs plus a class to finish up and and then yeah, talking back and forth, all these pros and cons, play football, not play football. And, and if you listen to the podcast before this, you can probably figure out that I played football. And yeah. that was only, 
I only got to play my my last season because Heather knew how important it was to me and and we kind of just bit the bullet of the time extra time commitment that was going to be even in our young marriage and and it was yeah it was something that that looking back I I don't think I ever thanked her enough for that for for giving giving that up because she knew what it meant to me so thanks babe (laughs) uh so uh yeah being married um do you think there's an advantage to getting married young absolutely okay absolutely um because when i mean i mean the lord lord tells us he who oh what's the passage i think it's in psalms or it's in proverbs he who finds a wife finds a good thing like finds a wife of character he finds a good thing yes yeah Yeah, basically the that's the synopsis of of the passage and and the lord that's the rough rough translation yes very and that's the bro version that's from the bro (laughs) and yeah the the blessings that god gives of of camaraderie and and uh the the physical aspect of marriage i mean both both on the on the sexual side of things as well as just that closeness you're you're always together in the house doing things together uh okay it's not just i'm gonna go home now it's we're going home to for christmas to see heather's family or mine and and uh yeah just just taking on a whole new responsibility is responsibility is good for a young person and 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 I think I mean obviously I wasn't single at after the age of 22 <laughs> basically so yeah um or or dating anymore so I I know I know temptation is just rears its ugly head wherever it is especially in the dating world and with with everything that that TV and the internet and social media throws at young people nowadays um and and the way sex just runs rampant in our society i i'd never i didn't have all of those temptations or or n- not nearly as long as as other people do and yeah. and so i was definitely blessed in my life that way because i i had a person who was going to support me we were going to work through things together we promised to love each other no matter what and why would you not want to jump into a relationship where that where that is the the goal of two people yeah Cool. Um, so uh, walk us through what was, so obviously there are challenges the first year of marriage. Um, Third, what did you find to be some of the most challenging parts? Um, in marriage, the Bible says uh, that, that husbands, wives should submit to their husbands. That doesn't mean a wife has to, is, is at the beck and call of her husband to, to be his maid or whatever else that, that is not what that passage in scripture means, means at all. Uh, but, and also that the, the husband needs to love his wife as Christ loved the church. And if you think about what God, what Jesus did for, for the church, for his people and totally sacrificing himself, I think the sacrificial side on the, for the husband is almost more so than the wife. When you really take into take a look into the instructions that God gives to a man and how he is supposed to act inside of a relationship, 
toward his wife, who he has promised to love unconditionally, no matter what. And and I mean, that sacrifice is, is in time, which I know I, I don't always do, and I'm still getting getting better in that and trying to to remember it and life gets busy and and there but there are no excuses even though my my brain is always throwing them at me and Mm -hmm. just like oh this like i'm tired tonight uh i don't want to do this housework i don't want to go to the grocery store i don't 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 want to put in the the effort that it's going to take to do the things that need to be done but jesus didn't give it in temptation because he was tired because he he loved us to the point where he was going to to work and and to do everything that he needed to do uh out of love for us so so that's that's what God calls us to do and and that's what more and more i'm I know I'm striving toward and, and thinking about and but it's hard and I know I'm not not good at it right now in my young marriage going on almost three years and I'm just 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 keep being patient babe I'll, I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna keep working at it because she deserves it awesome. she deserves it good so then to go along with that then um if you could have if you could make the case if you could advocate for marriage what would you say or somebody somebody came to you and said dude um i think i think i'm falling in love with a girl and i don't know i don't know if it's time yet i don't know if it's what would what what advice would you give if you share the same core values with another human being. It's not, it's not always common interests. Heather and I, we don't have, we have some common interests, but we generally are the favorite things that we like to do. The other person, we, we can do them a little bit, but it's not something where we're all, where we're gung ho about it. We have things that we can do together, but we, we have our own things, our own hobbies, which is also another aspect of marriage too. You do need that time to to still be an individual um repeat the question uh so advocate for marriage um a guy comes to you and says oh I and, I, I, and I was saying yes and i was talking about core values core interests are good there there needs to be some that makes things better but the core values if you know that a woman or ladies if you know a man has the same faith in as you uh, and, and it is, and if you can reach, if you can go toward the same life goals with a person, it's going to be easier when you have that support. Um, and, and, and your, my faith is stronger because of my wife, because we support each other that way. There is always a time when I'm looking for forgiveness and I receive it or, or I need to to give forgiveness and and that that is my my practice inside of my marriage to to be more like Christ and and that goes for Heather and me as well and and as we can support each other in our goal of of gaining gain, not gaining of growing closer to our savior that's our ultimate goal. We have, we are both teachers in the wells. We want to do our, our best, um, and, and put our best foot forward in our ministries and we support each other that way. And so the support system that is inside of marriage is, I I think 
I think bar bar none, even even the support of, of a dad or a best friend or a mother or anything like that. All right. Uh, last question about you and, and, and your marriage. Um, how have you, what specific ways have you grown since you got married? Like if you could, so she's shaving off rough edges. Yeah. We talked about it earlier today. What, what's changed? How have you evolved or grown or adapted or? How have I grown? I, more and more, I'm, I'm trying to think less like high school me would would be even though at the age of 25 almost um coming up here this year I still feel every once in a while like I'm 18 and and I know early in my marriage I I I, it didn't for whatever reason didn't quite flip right away there was we we talked about that flip in football um the at this point in my marriage I'm I'm trying to focus more on my wife, on our goals together and and what we want to do and supporting her rather than getting caught up in my my own life and the things that inside of my classroom or my ministry that just concern me. It there's there's a hard question that a man needs to ask himself and that is how do my decisions affect my wife affect my family affect our future together and i'm starting to to think about that a little bit more and and i'm again the the patience that mo- that heather has shown me over these last 3 years as as i'm continuing to grow they say uh a man's frontal cor- cortex doesn't doesn't fully develop until he's 25 i'm not quite 25 yet and and heather jokingly jokingly last week said I only have three more months. I better get to work. <laughs> and and that's so so true. I mean, I'm only going to continue to grow and and I know that and we both know too that that with effort our marriage is only going to get better and better and we're only going to be uh stronger and better together as the more we work at it. Yeah, and if I can make an observation, I guess clear from this conversation that you have you've a you have become reflective. Yeah. Um, your ability to look at a situation and say, what part have I played and how can I not necessarily fix it, but how, how can, can I, I not mess my, it up next time? <laughs> <laughs> how can I better <laughs> play my part? Yeah. Right. It's, it's definitely something that I see. And too. yeah. So, cool. And, yeah. I'm still not anywhere near where I, where I want to be. And yeah. 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 I know. I know it's not an easy conversation to have, so I appreciate you opening up. about yeah, that. So. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to give you a chance. I know you've been biting the bit for this one. I am your best man from your wedding. I'm looking at you right now. I'm 25 years old. Yes, sir. And I am single, and I do not currently have a girlfriend. What do you want to say? <laughs> what took so? What's taking so long? No. Um, I would just say be patient. Uh, make sure that uh, again they're they're you're looking for those core values in in a woman um you're not just looking for the most attractive girl you can find and throwing yourself at her because you might not be compatible she might not want the things out of life that you do she might not have the same the same spiritual goals as you and 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 so that that's for for anybody to just 
uh, really step back inside of any relationship, uh, but specifically uh, in a relationship that, that could possibly head toward marriage where, where make sure that you are, that you are finding somebody who is going to support you and your faith and who wants to continue to grow in theirs. And then you can help them, uh, in, in, in that endeavor as well as, as we, as you dig in God's word together and, and, and understand the gospel more and more. Cool. Yeah. So, so make, sh- make sure that inside of, I, I would say for any man, for any young man looking for a girlfriend, looking for somebody to spend the rest of their life with, those values matter. And, and, and your faith in, in Jesus Christ is that most important, uh, core value. And, and I know, I know, you know that I know most guys, most other guys know that too, but they're going to be, that that's always going to be a good reminder, a good little mental check to make sure that they're as focused where they should be in life. All right, cool. Thank you. Uh, God's blessings on your marriage as you continue to grow and learn from each other. And, uh, appreciate thanks for being on a podcast. Thanks, Charlie. All right, sweet. Thanks for listening to the Gird Up Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, you can find more episodes like this on SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, the podcast app, and Pippa. If you want to follow us on social media, you can find us on Instagram at Time to Gird Up. You can find us on Facebook at the Gird Up Podcast. Or if you want to email me, you can email me at coachungemach, that's U-N-G-E-M-A-C-H, at gmail.com. Please leave a five-star rating and review on this podcast on iTunes. The more four- and five-star ratings we receive, the more people we will reach on iTunes because iTunes will boost us more. Thank you to Seth Palmeyer for our podcast art. And thank you to you, the listener, because without you... This podcast would not be possible. So with that, I encourage you to go out, man up, gird up, and become the men that God has created us to be. Have a good one.